Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I've got my green tea here, so. Mine is Earl Grey. That's my go-to. Yeah, that's that's my my, mother, my, my mom's as well. My, my mom's is either Earl Grey or some, well, Earl Grey with honey. So. Mm, yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah, that's what she does. Yep. Earl Grey or honey. Um, Talking Texas Podcast. We do this every Tuesday. My name is Daniel. It's your boy Dublin Hoffel. Follow us on all the social medias, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all of that. Check us out on Patreon. Um, eventually we're gonna talk about the Black Star album and Kendrick's album, and that that will that will come to you soon. Well, yeah, well, so, so that's next Friday. Yeah, we need we we must discuss. There must yeah. be a discussion sometime this week. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, that will come to you over there. Half hope where can people get you on the internet before we start? Halfhopefootballhot.com. Indeed. So where do you want to begin? I know what you're going to say, but just, you know, we let's do oh, it. There, oh, look, there's only one place. And also, what was what's it called? A certain friend of the show wanted to actually comment on the discussion. So I don't know whether he'll 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 receive this message in time. But there's, there's only one place to, to, to start. No, for, forward, actually, he was like, can I join? I was like, bro, we're, <laughs> we're going we're gonna to record early. He was like, yeah. I'm, fr- I'm free from like 9 to 10. I was like, I don't, I don't think we're going to be recording at 10 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, oh time, sorry. But... Oh, I thought I said nine a.m. To, oh, so nine p.m. to ten p.m. Yeah, okay. late. Okay. I was like, I, I don't like. Nah, that's not happening. Mm. So we'll work it out eventually. But yeah, Chelsea, they've dropped eight other than the last few points. Like what, two losses and a draw. Mm. So eight of the last twelve points have been dropped. Lost to Arsenal, drew with Manchester United, and they barely beat West Ham. Ninetieth minute, Pulisic winner. Let's not forget that. That was oh, very yeah. fortuitous. And <laughs> I forgot then, that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's a win, but like barely. You go to Everton. Did, did you see what was happening like in the streets of the hotel? Like 2 a.m., 3 a.m., like Everton fans were doing like the whole they, – they gave them the works with like fireworks oh, yeah, yeah, at, at 2 a.m. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for like 30 minutes. It was, no, 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 man. They believe – like, look, I already said before, like – and I said this months ago, Everton are going to survive. Like the, the football gods are with Lau Lampard, they're gonna survive somehow, somewhere they will survive. And everyone said, "Oh, they're going down, they're going down." I said, "I think these guys, and they're not gonna survive because of Lampard's genius. They'll survive because the football gods will just have mercy on him. They shouldn't, but they will." What has he done to garner such mercy? No, no, no. But what would I just say? I said that they shouldn't. So I, you have to ask the, the football gods. Maybe that's some people are just know. blessed. Some some people are just blessed. Uh, okay. Let's not, not go that far. No, that, I'm, I'm, I mean, I like, Z- bro, like Zidane is kissed by by God. So. Uh, we're not comparing the grace that the football gods have towards Zidane to Lampard. We're not going to do that, bro. Happy Eid, that. by the way, to all the Muslim Happy listeners Eid, out Eid, there. Yeah. Shout out to you guys. You can now eat in the daylight. That must mm. be fun after a month of not being able to do so. So yeah, shout out Abdullahi. Do you see Abdullahi? He's he's, gonna, he's doing his own complicated show. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He, he told me he's going to be a Chelsea thing. It's 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 gotten too much for him, bro. Like he, he must rant <laughs> about brainless players and using brains. So yeah, it's 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 bad for Chelsea all the way around. You know, I didn't watch it live. I slept and I didn't know the result, so I watched the first half. It was the first twenty seconds, like Loftus Cheek. 
should have probably been booked. I was like, oh, this is this isn't going well. He was Chelsea's bright spot, easily, though. I'll easily, say. he was easily Chelsea's best player. Easily, he, there easily. were turns. He was driving into the box. His decision making was pretty good, but when you're passing the ball to particular people, it's just like, I mean, what is Werner really going to do when you give him the ball and he has to beat one man to shoot? It's like it's it's not going to happen. The most happy part is that Lukaku didn't play. For also, me. So, so he does have to be involved in the whole. Yeah, I mean, that's just it's it's another stick you can't beat him with. Yeah. So and Conte did Conte play? I don't think he did. No, he didn't. Play. So that's another one that I'm like, okay, cool. You don't have to. You're, you're not there. <laughs> no, see, 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 my thing is that I'm just trying to figure out. You know, like what's it called, like Sherlock Holmes? Uh huh. Did Tuchel overachieve with the Champions League? Was that a one-season wonder? Was that fluke? Are these players that good? Are these guys for Gazy? Um, have these players given up? Someone brought up a really good point last night. Um, Christensen is on his way out. Rudiger already knows he's on his way to Real Madrid. Not sure what's up with Aspilicueta. So there are guys who are like half in, half out. And then there are some guys who are like... And, I, and this, is, this, is, this is the key thing. And this is why it's crazy because you get paid hundreds of thousands. Yeah. Guys pay a fortune to come and watch you. And then Bruno Fernandes comes out and says, we have nothing to play for. When he's like, hang on, you can still get top four, which is what United fans will want. But say you have nothing to play for. So maybe for these guys who get paid hundreds of thousands, they're like, man, let, vibes, man. FA Cup final, will be there. <laughs> you know, like that's the only thing we have. Well, we want to play for is FA Cup final. Look, this whole thing, yeah, look, it's, the season is over. We can't win the Premier League. Chelsea were comfortably third up until a month ago. Arsenal. I, I remember we, we talked about it. I said Liverpool and Manchester City are in their own league. Mm. Then Chelsea are in this weird space of like not good enough to challenge, but too good for top four. Yeah. And then <laughs> and then Arsenal, Tottenham, United, West Ham, those guys are battling for top four. And then there's other parts of the league. Somehow Chelsea have conspired to join Arsenal and Spurs and Manchester United, I guess, to an extent. In this top four race, I shouldn't see them. Like, when people are talking about top four battles, okay. Well, well, well hang on. What's it called? United have to win. So yeah, I think they have to win. If they every... drop any single points, then they're, they're out. They're, out. So yeah. they're, they're there mathematically. But if we're realistic, mm, yeah. it's the London clubs. Again, you drop eight out of 12 points. This is how it happens. Luckily for them, I think Arsenal and Spurs still has to play each other. So that's guaranteed points drop for somebody. Yeah. I think Spurs are playing Liverpool or is it Arsenal? One of the Spurs, two is playing. No, no, no. Tottenham play Liverpool at Anfield. Yeah, so that's <laughs> that's three points drop. Mm-hmm. So Chelsea are comfortably in the Champions League, but the fact I shouldn't see sixty six and sixty something. Like, how are you still in the sixties? No, it is crazy how Arsenal have not become three points behind. Thing that's that's that is that's it's you know, insane. You know, if you look at the table, they won more games. Yeah, they won think, twenty. They Chelsea won, won nineteen. Yeah, 19, yeah, that's that that is. You know what? That is mad. That it's, that is that's mad. Because you know, it's it's further proof that Arteta won. If Forward was was here, I would tell him, you know, Arteta won, right? And he would be like, no, 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 oh, no, no. Frank oh. Lampard, blah blah oh. blah blah blah. Arteta won. Arte, he's still that he has more wins than Tuchel. I don't know what to do with that information. No, it's that's that's what. And he beat him twice. Yeah. No, once they lost the first game. Obviously, yeah. this isn't a Chelsea podcast, so. It could take like an hour just to talk about all of the issues of this whole thing. So the truncated version is Chelsea are in a weird space because 
Abramovich was there for so long, you knew how to work with Abramovich. As of right now, Tuchel, your, your job is on the line. And he'll know his job is on the line because Tuchel knows, oh yeah, I know how this guy deals with guys who mess around just for a second. Yeah. But now, if you don't assume that Todd Bowl is not going to take over, nobody is going to be as ruthless as Abramovich, no one. The new guys coming in, the main thing is balance the books, get everything financially cool, and see how they can siphon off money off the club. So Chelsea are in a weird position because it's like, this team needs surgery in the summer, but you're not guaranteed whether you're going to have that surgery in the summer. They're, they're in a sense of limbo right now because, again, it's like, who's the new owner? What's the direction? What are the funds? How much support is Tuchel going to have? You have players who are leaving and you don't know whether those guys are going to be replaced. So that's why I just believe that the focus is there's a trophy to be won here. So for Rudiger, is like, bro, let me try and let me win one trophy before I leave this club. Why do I care about freaking an EPL game? Why does Rudiger care about getting top four? He's going, he's off to Real Madrid. Chris is off to Barcelona. So them getting top four, no, I'm already guaranteed champions with the club I'm joining next next summer. But what is not guaranteed is a trophy. So that is what I'm going to now go and go all out for. So. I'm sure there must be bonuses though. Like champion, if you get a Champions League bonus, maybe you get a hundred thousand more or whatever, it's a Bro, million more. Bro, I don't know how much it is. But nah, nah, nah. I mean, they are professionals. They're mercenaries. So yeah, yeah. Okay. they're mercs. The mercs. We got three Chelsea questions. So you want to do these now, or you want to wait to the? No, end? no, no. Let's just do them. Let's do them. Let's okay, do them. okay. From Jacks three six five, is it possible that Chelsea got extremely lucky last season and won the Champions League? You see, this is a difficult question for me. Mm. Because in the games themselves, Chelsea were better. Against Atletico, they were the better team. Against Benfica? No, Porto. Porto. They were the better team. Real Madrid? Against Real Madrid, they were the better team. Yeah. The only the only game that they weren't the better team in was against Manchester City, I would say. But Manchester City just, they messed themselves up. They, they weren't able to score number one. And uh, you know, no, no, that game was 50 50 because Chelsea, you think so? yeah, remember, <laughs> remember before Chelsea scored, Venner had two 1v1 chances that he screwed up, yeah. But Rudiger had a, an amazing block, oh, no, no, true, but a goal, like I, I think, but, but you have to think about it like... once Chelsea scored, they're like, okay, defend. Why do we ha- in a final when you go 1 0 up, you wouldn't just compose and, and take a chance? So then it's like, okay, City. It's not up to you. So what's so City, the, the team who are losing, you now have to now come up and say what's up. And Chelsea with defensively stronger. Let's keep it real. City didn't cut up Chelsea or create as many clear cut chances as they would have liked, especially for a team going down one zero. Yeah. Maybe had like two, three clear cut chances in the whole ninety minutes. It was a game of well leading one zero. Come, do 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 what you can. And City didn't do do enough. And Chelsea right. were defensively amazing. But so. at no point during that run did I get the sense, no, I feel like from you did I feel, and from most Chelsea fans, mm. did I feel like Chelsea are the best team in Europe based on these performances? You did what you had to do in the games that were presented. But even though you won the trophy and you beat, we can say, three good teams on the way there, four, yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't want to disrespect Porto, you weren't the best team in Europe. The, the, winning the Club World Cup in the sense of like, yo, we're the best team, the best club in the world. Like, nobody believes that. <laughs> it's it's it. You're not better than Manchester City. You're not better than Liverpool. I'm not. You're not better than Madrid. I put them on a level with maybe like PSG. Oh no, of, no, don't do that. Of like no. Chelsea are just above PSG, but they're behind Bayern. They're behind. 
Yeah, no, I, but, think but, that, I think they're above every club in Syria, yeah. if I'm honest. But they're not the best. No, 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 and no, no, and, no, no, and no, the Bayern... gap between the top and Chelsea, that it's demonstrative. Oh, no, it's true. No, no, but you see, Bayern, I don't see, I'm for Bayern, I'm not sure because Bundesliga is now a disgrace. Oh, Bundesliga wow. is now in disgrace. And also, they did get touched by a bunch of yellow swaps of submarines. So, Bayern, I'm, I'm, I'm confused with that one. Um, <laughs> P- PSG, again, is a, is a weird case. Super talented, but have zero character and zero resilience. So if Chelsea were to play PSG in a Champions League game, mm. Chelsea, I think, have the edge because you can't trust PSG. Though PSG now, man for man, they are way more ta- talented than Chelsea, way more, more talented. But in the context of a game, you know, so it was so it's talent versus okay. What, what if you were a manager, play? if you were a manager objectively and you thought, yeah. I, I want to go to X club mm. and, and you just looked at a blind resume. Of like, I want to go to X or Y club to win something. I don't think there's any way you'd pick Chelsea over PSG. What do you want to win though? That's the key thing. Just win anything Champions or win League. the Champions League. Why? Why do you go to PSG over Chelsea? Who the hell is going to PSG to win the Champions League when they've never won one? That's why I said blind resume. If you if you if you looked and you saw Messi, Neymar, Mbappe, Marquinhos, Verratti, Donnarumma. And then you Man, looked on the other know. side and you saw Mount, nah, Werner, nah. Havertz, oh. Lukaku, Jorginho, Alonso. No, no, no. See, I need context. <laughs> because, see, I need context because, see, for me, that is why a lot of guys choose PSG. Because they don't see the context. Because, again, blind resume, of course you choose PSG. But football is a 1 plus 1 equals 2. If 1 plus 1 equals 2, PSG have three UCLs now. So it is more so than what the talent there is. How does the organization work? What is mm. the structure? Well, how much dis- how much control does the manager have? And as we've seen from PSG is, and that's just the beauty about football. You can have all the best guys you want. If you don't have that proper structure, you're not beating a Real Madrid, Liverpool, or, or City, or even a Chelsea, who are actual football clubs with proper discipline. So to answer the question, did mm. they get extremely lucky last season? No. No, no. no. I, I don't think you can fluke a Champions League. No, you can't. Well, you can fluke it depending on the draws you get. Some might look at Liverpool's run this year and think, who did you guys really play? And then you would have to look at it and be like, okay, like Bayern didn't do what they were supposed to do, so then you play Villarreal in the semi. You're going to have to beat one good team in the, well, I guess they beat Inter, but, you know, you're going to have to, there's like real one real challenge in that. Some some might look at that and think, ah, it's kind of a fluky, gimmicky run. But Chelsea... They beat the the Spanish champions, Football Heritage FC and Real Madrid. Porto's never going to be easy. That might have been their most difficult one if you look yeah. at it. And then Manchester City in the final, like yeah, that's not a fluke. And we're playing two leg ties. It's what, not like what, the Bayern one where it was wait, 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 after wait, wait. COVID. So did <laughs> I don't want to be sure. Did Giroud score an overhead kick in the Champions League, or am I? Oh, he did. So, because again, I'm because I just go wait, wait, did he actually wasn't that, actually, was that Atletico? That's what I'm confused. Did that he score over first leg against Atletico? Yeah, oh wow, <laughs> yeah, like that's just just last I say, did what was I did you did, score did, over I kick? feel like I, there was a question about the goal whether he was onside, offside, stop play, something. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Someone made this point, someone discussed it last and night, and he scored four goals at a group stage. Mm. Match, oh, yeah. Look, so someone made the point that, you know, homeboy maybe is a cop manager like Emery. Yeah. See, there are managers who are very good at like, okay, big game, big moments, I can see what's up. And this, and this is a key thing as well. 
space mm. and no space. A team that play that, that plays against that gives them space very different from when you don't give them space. Against most teams in the Champions, not all, but most teams, you get given space because you're playing highly talented teams who have highly talented players, so they're going to come out and attack you based on the talent that they have. Norwich ain't doing that. West Ham ain't doing that. Burnley ain't doing that. Um, Frankie Lamps, Everton ain't doing, doing that. So, because again, look, compare the, the, the two kids. That's why I said, against Man United, Chelsea weren't good. United were horrible. <laughs> yeah. So, United are a team who have no direction, don't know what the hell they are doing, and Chelsea were allowed to play. And even as bad as United were, they still stopped them from, 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 from winning. I now go to the episode game where we're in relegation right now. And every small I bro, all hands on deck, men men behind the ball, break us down, and Chelsea just, just could not. Pick said, no, we, we, have, we, we have no creative players here. And see, there was one moment, I think it was in the first half, again, Loftus-Cheek, amazing. He had like a great transition, carried the ball, and then he saw Werner to the left. <laughs> and then he gives the ball. All you need is just a good first touch to put yourself in a good position to score, and the guy lets the ball run through, and then the whole thing is broken. Did it go? It might, it might have gone out for like a goal kick or something. I, I remember, I, I remember the instant because Loftus-Cheek had two or three really good drivers. Yeah, runs. yeah. How much do you split the Lukaku blame pie? This is a question. For me, it's forty percent Tuchel, thirty-five percent Chelsea, twenty-five percent Lukaku. I feel vindicated in what I've been saying the whole time. Kind of to your point about space and space and is he a cup manager? Is he not a cup manager? Mm. And in the Champions League, when you play against maybe every team except Atletico, like once you get to a certain level, mm. that team, they respect you, but not enough to sacrifice their own game. So Real Madrid might respect Chelsea to a point, but they don't respect them so much that they will just cede possession and just say, we're here not to play football. They will play with you and they will say they will back Modric and Benzema and Vinicius to we will figure it out. Mm. It's the problem that that, that, that they're going to have against Manchester City in the upcoming Champions League time. If they were smart, you probably just try to sit down on that one nil behind or whatever it is and just find one moment. But they're Real Madrid. They're going to back themselves to go toe to toe against Manchester City and the game's going to be nuts and we have no idea what's going to happen. Oh, and, we do though. We do though. <laughs> I don't. When, when you're playing in the league, though, Brentford, Norwich, Watford, Burnley—they know what it is. We're just here to sit back and defend, and hopefully we can pick you guys off on the counter, or yeah. you make a stupid mistake like Aspilicueta did, and Rashardson can pounce. I, I forgot to say Everton because they're down there. I'm not used to saying Everton in those kinds of scenarios, but. What what Manchester United suffered from was they still think that they have something to offer footballing-wise. So Manchester United think because we're Manchester United, we can go toe-to-toe with Chelsea and we'll be okay. It just so happened this version of Chelsea, you guys can kind of get away with it because Chelsea don't have that cutting edge on the other end. But, like, really, you should have got slapped. Tuchel's issue is in games where the opposition respects him, he has nothing. In games where the opposition, not, not that they don't respect them, but in games where the opposition has their own objectives footballing-wise, Liverpool, Manchester City, sometimes he can get away with it in those instances mm. because the game is open. And when the game is open, almost anything can happen. 
That's how yeah. they won the Champions League. Because Madrid, let's play. Man City, let's play. But when he needs goals in games against an Arsenal who are just kind of sitting back, a Havertz, Mount, Werner, they'll figure it out. Are you sure, bro? And you've had, what, nine months now to solve the Lukaku problem? Somebody who you know if you put him in the right areas, he's likely to G up. Nine months to figure it out, and he hasn't done it. So so for me, if I'm doing the blame pie, 50% Tuchel, 40% Lukaku, 10% Chelsea. The 10% for Chelsea is like, you should have known that that was oil and water on some level. If you just... wait, wait, hold up, hold up. Where is where is Venus pie percentage? Oh well, <laughs> Werner is like I don't know. Werner is probably like twenty five percent Chelsea. Yeah, I mean, come on, like like yeah, I agree. You know, Tuchel. Look, when you have a guy who is consistent in breaking down attacks, come on, bro. Like, trust me, if Werner had a first touch. Chelsea not in this position. That's it. If Werner just had a first touch and somewhat of a full for football brain, Chelsea not in the situation that they're in. Because yeah, like that's why I said, like, no, Lukaku deserves a lot of the, the, the blame. Again, because he's been bad, but my God in heaven, like Timo Werner. Wow. <laughs> you know. What is your pie breakdown though of like the Lukaku situation? 60% Tuchel. Wow. Then I'm gonna say 25% Chelsea. And then it was that 15 left. <laughs> Don't ask me that, bro. I think 15. 15? 60 plus 25 is 85. So there's 15% left. Yeah. So so 6% Tuchel, 25% um, your boy Chelsea, 15% Lukaku. So the reason why I, I gave that to Tuchel is that... You're the coach. Figure it out. Everton, West Ham, Arsenal, man for man, your players are better. So when you have a team that have better personnel, Perfect you've point. got to be able to do more as a manager and as a coach to be able to put up a structure to... It's one thing to lose. It's another thing to lose deservedly. Yeah. Like against Arsenal and Everton, you deserve to, to lose. So They deserve it, to lose against West Ham. You deserve to lose against West Ham. So my thing is that there are too many... like. Even if this team is not... See, here's the thing. They're not as talented as I thought they were, but they're still talented. So you can still have talent, but talent is just not to the level that people think it is. So, of course, there's talents there. And there's too much talent for you not to figure out how to have a structure to beat Arsenal, even with the criticism mistake, or to beat the game. Because when I just look at the game in terms of chance creation and so forth, I'm like... Yeah, come on. I mean, come on, bro. Because my thing, because I say, okay, what are you doing in training? Like, what, what? Because whenever I say, okay, what are the drills you have in training? What are you telling these guys in training to, to do? Because are these guys doing triangles? Are these guys doing um, quick first pass and touch? Because it seems as if there is zero chemistry in this team. Like the last thing at, I saw, I saw Lukaku dunking. Like they had basketball goals out. Oh, when he was yeah, dunking. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 but, but, but no, what's the, I want to say, what's the, like, if Timo Werner was black. How do you think Chelsea fans treat him? So he's the exact same player, exactly the same, does exactly the same thing. How do you think um, he'd be received by Chelsea fans if he was black? Do you remember Juan Cuadrado? Yeah. There you go. That's your case. That's your case study. Wait, wait, hold up. Did Cuadrado play for Chelsea? 
2014-15. Wait, okay, for one season before we went to Juventus. Mm-hmm. No, they like they loaned him and then oh, loaned yes. him again for like three years because the <laughs> the 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 die was cast basically. Mm. He he was he was one of the ones that Willian just just rejected basically. Like they they bought somebody to challenge Willian almost every year. So one one time it was Codrado, the next it was Sherla, the next it was Salah, and he would just defeat all of them. Bro, no. <laughs> Just by trying hard, bro. <laughs> Daniel, I'm going to tell you something right, right now. How about... How... You know what? I now... I'm beginning to miss Pedrian. Of course. We talked about this. Bro. Yeah, because you know the thing is that... At least I could dribble. <laughs> Pedri at least had two feet. <laughs> you, you took the words right oh, out of my, oh, my Pedro, mouth. Pedro, Pedro, sorry. Pedro had Pedro, two feet. You, you took the words right... Like, for me, at least these guys could try to create space for either a shot or a cross. I'm looking at guys where... Nobody can dribble. You know how crazy that's. Lopez cheek is the only one. And he's, or or, or, or Kovacic. So yes. you look at your front line where nobody has the ability to be like, all right, I'm not going to take you on in a one v one situation. So Zh goes to his left, tries that kind of cross from deep. Yeah. Pulisic just runs in a straight line aimlessly. <laughs> Timo Werner, Lord help me. Lukaku, Lord help me. Mount always looks for the pass first. He may do a little bit of technique in there, but Mount, technically he's limited. Mount's pretty good. Like uh, he's 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 skillful. He's not a dribbler, but he yeah, has no, no, yeah, he's, yeah, he, yeah, he, no, he has technical skills. So he does a few things, but he's not a guy who's like, okay. Boom, give me the ball. Let me try and now do something on the ball to try and yeah, create the situation. Yeah. No, so there's nobody who can now take a guy ISO in an ISO situation and create something. And bro, the wing, the wing back, <laughs> Reese James. For for, for 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 everything he's good at, mm. he's he's not dribbling people, no. and 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 the left wing back. Let's not even discuss. No, 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 no. <laughs> also, like, but before as for the Quintus mistake, Ch- Chelsea got the ball at halftime, so they started the second half, and mm. they were passing the ball around, and Alonso got the ball, and he passed it out of bounds, which led directly, I think, to Everton's goal. And they showed Tuchel on on the screen, and he was like, "I did, I told them to play. Like, what is he doing? Like, he was doing the kind of pep hand motions of like just pass the ball around. He was pissed with Alonso because Alonso just passed it out of bounds. It's just like, how can I win with these dudes? On some level, I do feel sympathy for Tuchel. Like, you have to know you have like, to. Ch- the the ingredients that Tuchel has are not what is required to make the dish that Chelsea fans want, which is challenging for the the league champions league etc mm. however i do feel like he's putting too much salt not enough pepper like there's things that he could do to make these ingredients work better but i'm calling it passport privilege fans fans thought that they were getting like a german dude this he's italian for all intent and purpose he might as well be he's pragmatic to a level i he puts in a good defense, and then he's just like, I'll let those front three, front four, if you want to call it, figure it out. They're not good enough to figure it out. Mm. No, 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 they're not. They're not you they're you not. can't tell Timo Werner, figure it. What's he going to do? Dribble? No. Kai Havers, there, there's a good player there. But it has yeah. to work within the context of a team. He's not just some messy type player where it's just like it's all me like no he has to work within the context of a functioning attack 
It's just a... if you put him mount next to him, Verna next to him, Pulisic next to him, how how is he meant to how is he meant to cook? He can't. This is why I don't blame Lukaku as much. Oh, no, 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 no. I think that's how it. can Lukaku cook? He's no, incapable of cooking for himself. You got to rest eat him. What you're seeing is there's no chemistry. This is a complicated Chelsea rant. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, no, yeah, no, 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 because that's right. So because there's a lot of stuff we have to talk about. Just to round, yeah. to, to round this off, look. Yes, 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 yes. City. We got a bunch of chem- chemistry. Liverpool. Chemistry. I'd rather have a attacking unit of four pretty good players who have chemistry than an attacking unit of four attacking players who are amazing but without any chemistry. Chemistry is super important. And what I think is that these guys are not singing off the same hymn sheet. They're not. They, they all have the they, they all, they all, they all have different hymn sheets that they're singing off of. Who's and the conductor? There's nobody, bro. Which is why I wanted Hazard. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. Oh man, another Chelsea question. Chelsea don't have a new owner yet, but how yeah. does the rumor mill still find a way to churn out lies about transfer targets? Because Chelsea's fan base is rabid. It's in its hundreds, tens of millions. Let's let's be conservative. Around the world, if Gold put out something, we'll click it. If Metro put something out, we'll click it. If Daily Mail put out something, we'll click it. If the Sun put out something, I know we're not supposed to click it. Somebody will click it. <laughs> so uh, that's why people, oh, Lukaku's going to leave. Like, they don't even have an owner. How do you know what the new people are going to Like, you don't know. You don't even know if Marina and uh, Bruce Buck and those people are even going to be there. They might get sacked because the people want to bring in their own director of football or whatever the case may be. Like, the only one who might stay is Czech because, you know, he's Petr Czech. You know, mm. sack Czech. So nobody knows what's going on, but they're going to write their stories because how is they going to make money? Thank you guys for the Chelsea questions. Yeah. <laughs> Forward, hopefully we did you proud, man. <laughs> we, we, we gave you enough time, okay? Did you, did you see the um, Carlo Ancelotti mm-hmm. rap, rap, rap um, cover? With uh, Vinicius, yeah, yeah, Alaba, yeah. basically the, all the black players. <laughs> Rodrigo and Militao. But when did Madrid get so diasporic? It happened like that. It's becoming, and you know, Real Madrid were always that team. There's a rumor that they never appreciated the Makalele, and also they never really bought, bought the black players. The last black player I remember they had was Essien on loan with Mourinho. And Adeboye was that's... there on loan as well, though. Remember when Adeboye went what on loan? What year was that? That was the year when Tottenham were in the Champions League. I'm not sure what year that was because I remember they played. I remember, I remember in a pub watching them against it, and I remember that, that was the end. Sien on loan would have been, it, it was 12 13. It was 12 13. But, bro, they have Alaba, Militao. We're just talking diaspora. Vinicius, Rodrigo, Camavinga, Ka- Camavinga, Casemiro, I guess, mm. <laughs> Mendy, Marcelo. And then they're going to add, well, Marcelo's leaving, but they're going to add Rudiger. Reese James, maybe. <laughs> like, right. I think they figured it out. No, in the look, space of like three, four, five years. Look at France, but they say, look, man, you. you I mean, like, they, basically, racism isn't isn't super effective anymore. <laughs> like, it's 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 just not worth it. I mean, and, be racist in private spots now. When you are not trying to do some stuff like this whole racism thing, now nah, it, it ain't it, bro. Just if we're talking African diaspora, like I know that goes into more like black people, but Benzema yeah. counts. 
because he's Algerian. Yeah. Algeria is in Africa. So, yeah. but he's been there since '09. So he, he's kind of grandfather. Then I guess Marcelo is the same. Like they haven't just arrived. <laughs> but it's just like, bro, like where did all y'all come from? I thought I, I thought they didn't do that at Madrid. I thought Paris had like a reputation, but they don't want Pogba. We won't sign Pogba. Why not? And then wink, wink. Do you think winning the league this is where I'm going? Do you think winning the league will have a positive effect on the Champions League game? No. I think it might have a detrimental effect because you're going to party. No, 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 no. Oh, no, no. Basically, it will have zero effect because my thing is that they were always going to win it. And I think that they always knew that. Like, it was it was a matter of when, not if. So, and also, this is Real Madrid, super professional. So, they're like, okay, boom, we've done that. Now, laser focused on Wednesday. So, it will just be the, like, it will just be, be, be the same. It won't help them. And it won't be a drawback. So it won't be a drawback because Real Madrid are guys who are used to winning. So how will this affect them? And also, it won't really help because it's like, you were always going to win. Mm. It was against freaking Espanol. As playing, playing Espanol is a whole different thing. Playing Espanol with a dude called the RDT. It's different from playing freaking Man City. So yeah. RDT? Who's RDT? He's a dude who proves Espanol. And on his back, it says RDT. Obviously, it's a... Acronym for his full name, but yeah, it says RDT. Oh, his name's so long it doesn't fit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, wow. like, like, I mean, there's a guy called Van Hoydonk, and he actually put it on his shirt. I was like, How Do you remember? That? There was a dude that played for Hull or Wolves. Mm. His name was Jan. I don't know. It was some long. I remember ass... one. Yeah, then was one. no, no, no. But that Van Hoydonk, it's literally covered the entire width of the shirt completely. Longest football names on shirt. I hope this doesn't come up with American football. Players with the longest last names in Premier League history. Okay, so we got Giovanni Van Bronckhorst. I guess he did. I guess he played for Arsenal back in the day. Jan Venegor of Hessel. Of yes, I remember him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whole yeah. city. That was his whole thing. Jan Venegor of Hesselink. There's no way that's fits, bro. <laughs> I was like, yo, like, what, what is it? Why is that name there? Yeah. You you need this jersey for the rafters. <laughs> there you go. Oh sh oh sugar. <laughs> it's, it's the whole thing. Okay, bro. so I see what they did, man. So they basically they basically bent it all around. Benegor of Hesselin. <laughs> Put him in the rafters, bro. Is it just V O H, man? So you 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 couldn't really just say V O H. Vol. Yeah, you, they could have. Yeah, just just go for. I guess he's proud of his of his yeah. heritage. Ah, that's what that's what I was gonna go. So congratulations to Madrid. In Saturn news, I think we should probably discuss oh, this yeah. here before we get to questions. Mm. Um, Mino Raiola. Yeah, there were questions about whether he whether he had passed or whether he hadn't. There were rumors that he was sick and he was in hospital. And I wasn't sure one way or the other. I know you put out a, a video that was premature, perhaps. Um, because oh, yeah. you know, some sources got said this, some said that. I think a few days after that kind of mix up or whatever happened, it, it did come out that indeed he he passed away. It's a very impressive sports agent. So Balotelli, Etienne Capoue, Delit, Donnarumma, Haaland, Ibrahimovic, Insigne, Moiskin, Lingard, Lozano, Lukaku, Malin, Matuidi, Maxwell, Pavel Nedved, Pogba. Uh, Gregory Vanderville, Marco Verratti, those are uh, selections of, of past clients that they put on YouTube or Wikipedia, sorry. Um, he spoke seven languages, Italian, German, French, Spanish, 
Portuguese, Dutch, did I say English? It said he underwent surgery um, in Milan in January 2022. Um, he was in intensive care, discharged after 10 days. In April, a business partner said he was fighting for his life. On April 28th, um, reports of his death came out. And then on social media, they said, second time in four months, they killed me. Um, and then on two days later, his family released a statement that he died at the age of 54. So 54, for me, it kind of feels old because, you know, I'm 31. But really and truly, like 54, it's pretty young in the grand scheme yeah, of, of life. That's younger so than you, both my, my, my parents. Yeah, you got 30 years left at least. So, No, no, no. Look, look see, here's my, my thing is that, look, he did his job. And what I was saving as well was like, has he left a legacy in terms of has he changed the way agents do things or was he just a maverick and the unicorn in how he operated as an agent because you see my thing that's all about perspective mm -hmm. if you're the club on the receiving end you you hated him i didn't you didn't like him but this is about money this isn't a charity this is about any money this is people's business and for your clients, my gosh, this I came from the slums, from super poverty and so forth. And this guy is going to super maximize how much I can stick up these billion dollar organizations. Mm -hmm. He's a hero to me. So, wait, so, 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 so very quick before I forget, yeah, yeah. You, because you will know this. On average, how much more, how much better are NBA baseball players paid more than on average football players? Because I was trying to ask Americans this, and I know because I want to know because but the just saying that I think football players are underpaid in the biggest sports. Which in the world. which which level are we talking about? The elite, elites, elites. So like for like parity, like for like so on average, the top guys in NBA. Romelu Lukaku makes three hundred and fifty thousand pounds a week. Mm. That's the rumor, right? So if we multiply that, or it might be euros. It might be reported in euros because a lot of them get paid in euros rather than pounds. So let's mm. just multiply that by fifty-two. That's $18 million a year or 18 million, whatever the currency is, is 18 million. So even if it was in pounds, if we translate that to dollars, it might be 25 million yeah. in a year. Chris Paul gets paid 40 million and he's just, he's, he's well paid, but he's not one of the best paid in the league. Giannis might be making 50 million. Is that, so that's dollars? Yes. in dollars. So that and that's, be, and, and, and you said $20 million for Lukaku or pounds? Roughly. So, like, okay. it's, it's almost double, Okay, I would say. In baseball, the baseball money, because they play so many games in a season, I think it's 162, 163. Jesus um, they get paid a lot. And the NFL quarterbacks are the ones that get paid a lot of money. So Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, those guys, Mahomes. they get paid 30, 40, yeah, upwards of 50 million. If the salary of footballers is reported post-tax, because these the the NBA numbers are without tax taken out yet, so somebody might say Giannis makes. I mean, I could I could do a quick Google search. Kind of crazy that you can actually look up how much people make. This is it's like three three clicks away. <laughs> so Giannis's contract, he'll make. He's making forty million dollars this season. And by the end of his contract, he'll be up to fifty two million dollars a season. So that's how they've staggered the contract. But that's without taxes. So. Let's say let's say he makes forty million dollars in a season. Half of that goes in taxes, so that's twenty million. If Lukaku's number is with taxes taken out, then it's roughly the same. But if you were taking taxes out of the Lukaku money, then you have to divide that by two, probably, or however much England take of people's money. So 
footballers, footballers, they don't make as much. The point is the earning potential of a footballer is limited. All athletes to an extent. Most footballers are probably not going to play for 15 years because they're just not good or they get injured or whatever the case may be. Like most footballers don't play in the Premier League. They play in like not the elite level. <laughs> league two, league three, league four. Like that's way more two, threes, and fours than there is like a Premier League. So you have to maximize whatever potential gifts you have. You have to maximize that because if you're a lawyer, you can be a lawyer from the age of let's be easy with the math. Let's say you become a lawyer when you're 30 and you stop being a lawyer when you're 70 or something like that. That's 40 years of earning potential of constant regular money that's coming in over the span of 40 years. If you're a footballer and you've dedicated your whole life to becoming the best footballer that you can be, that probably means I haven't spent time learning how to become a lawyer, doctor, engineer, nurse, any of that. I'm I'm a professional footballer. I don't know how to do anything else. So in the five, six, seven, eight, nine years, if you're lucky, that I have to make as much money for the rest of my life as possible, I need somebody who's going to represent me and be a pain to these clubs that are making however much money that they're making. And I think Raiola was good at doing that for his clients, which is why they loved him so much and why the clubs didn't want to deal with him. Mm. Did Chelsea buy a player from Mino Raiola? I can't recall it. Every time you looked on Twitter, social media, these, these kind of places in the know, Marina doesn't get along with Raiola. Why not? Because Marina loves money. <laughs> and she's trying to do what's right for the club fiscally. But he's also trying to do what's right for his players. So I need this. If we don't, if you can't give me this, my player's not coming there. Hmm. Why? Maybe he on, on the side, okay, I get my however much, 10, 20%, whatever the, the agent's fee is. But really, Pogba could come to Chelsea in 2015. You, are you going to pay him however much money that you need to pay him? Or can I go to Manchester United and get him a better deal? And he wants to go to United anyway, so you're going to have to pay me more. Oh, you, oh, you're not willing to do that? We go to United. It's simple things like that where, as a Chelsea fan, you might look at it and be like, man, this dude, man, I want Pogba on my team. It would be great to have him in the midfield. Blah, blah, blah. I don't care about that. What, where is he going to make the most money for his family? Because Pogba's not going to become a lawyer all of a sudden. Mm. When he's 45 and he has bad knees and you understand. Yeah. So I all credit to really good agents. And if clubs hate you, that means you're probably doing the right thing by your by your client. You know how people talk about Rich Paul, LeBron's agent. Yeah. Oh, I can't believe that he's doing right by his people. And that's the that's all you can ask for an agent is just to do right by your client. Like Mendes is another one where like people don't like him. He's probably doing something right by his players. He's definitely doing right by Wolves, I'll say, though. They're the Mendes All-Stars. Yeah, shout you out to Ryo. You have to man. serve your, 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 your clients, man. In another, in another life, I'd love to be an agent. I'd love to just take money from football clubs. <laughs> 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 like, hey, bro, I, so Arsenal sacked Gunnar Soros and then signed Pepe for like $70 million? Like, how are you? How? Where did you find that money for Leo? You still have sympathy for Gunnar Soros. 
<laughs> he's just he's 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 emblematic of a problem in football. He's he's just, it's just where are you getting this money from if you can't pay the regular people, just normal people who are just like doing regular stuff. So yes, I, I feel for good source. But shout out Roy Older, man. It's 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 a loss for football. I don't know where all of his clients are gonna go. I couldn't imagine being an agent and you're like, whoa, so such and such is now open. He doesn't have an agent. I don't know what his his agency was like. He was the face of it. I'm sure he had protégés and people who are like ready to step in. Mm. Seeing as he had surgery, like it, it said in January, I believe. I'm sure somebody, you know, they had a contingency plan. So we'll see. We'll just have to keep tabs. But let's let's do these questions so we can get out of here in a good time. Um, From Kev, La Liga fan. Talking tactics. Will we ever stop de-regarding? Is that a word, Kevin? Disregarding. That's not a word. League A and the Bundesliga, for example. A striker will get 20-plus goals. Will it ever matter, or will those goals never hold weight because of the league and opposition? It's an issue I have with Haaland, and I don't want him to be another Jokic or Jovic. Sorry. NBA was on my mind. Jovic. Um... So will the will France and German football ever be respected? Mm-mm. Will goal, will goals there ever be respected? Oh, no, oh, no, no, if, no. If the standard improves and those teams now do better in the UCL or Europa League, then it will. But until that happens, if it continues to be like a one-team league that gets cannibalized and test-tubed, those goals have a tax. Oh, wow. <laughs> those goals always have a tax. You know, so. uh, didn't they invent a trophy for Lewandowski's goals? Oh yeah, in the Ballon d'Or, yes. So I think the goals are respected to an extent, and people will buy you for them. Like Werner's goals were respected to the tune of however much Chelsea bought him for. Kai Havertz's goals were respected to the tune of however much they bought him for. Uh, Obama Yang's goals were respected to the tune that Arsenal bought him for however much. Uh, Lacazette's goals were respected in League One. That's why they bought him. So. I, like, are they respected as much as goals that you might score in La Liga or the Premier League? Perhaps not. Goals in Serie A are, have come under speculation <laughs> as of late. Uh, when you look at, like, Immobile and Cagliarella and maybe what Lukaku and Dzeko have been doing. But even, Ronaldo, are Ronaldo's goals in Serie A under question? Not really. Because no. he, he can do it in any league, so... I think Havel's right. Havel's right. We can just leave that there. Um, I'm seeing from Gowan69, DTU statistics more in his tweets. Just saying y'all can't be calling people who scored merchants on one hand and use stat-based arguments on the other. It's about the combination. It's about the combination. I use stats because you guys believe them. If if I could just get away with eye tests and my opinions on how I see things, I would mm. not use stats because I don't I don't like math. I had trouble doing 65 plus 25 plus 15. <laughs> I can remember the numbers, but adding them was not good. So I'll, I use stats because I think you guys find them compelling. So if I can win an argument by putting some numbers in a tweet, I'll do it. Because I'm just trying to win. Just win, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Al, is, that, is that Al Davis? Just win. That's, that's what I want. It's not winning arguments. It's like more compelling arguments. The more compelling I can be, the better. So I'll use a number. I'll use a number. I was basically saying that Kane and Lukaku had similar pressing statistics. If you look okay. at it, so people were saying maybe the reason Lukaku doesn't play is because Tuchel wants a more high intensity, 
system or a pressing system. I was like, well, if you look at the pressing numbers, and I'm not saying Chelsea play exactly like Tottenham do, but if you look the, at the, the pressing, pressing statistics, numbers. so it was, we're not living in a world of pressing numbers, but go on. Yeah, yeah. Go on. Uh, Kane presses once every 8.8 minutes, no, 8.5 minutes, and Lukaku presses once every 8.8 minutes, and Lukaku's successful press rate is. Two percent more, like Kane is like twenty-eight percent, Lukaku's thirty percent. I don't know what these mean, but I know what looks good in an argument. So I could deduce that thirty is better than twenty-nine. So, and that the the eight point eight and eight point five minutes that's negligible. So what you would have to then tell me is that the way that Tottenham play is different than the way Chelsea play and a pressing striker is more important to Chelsea than it is to Spurs. And I don't think anybody's really going to be willing to type that many words in a tweet reply. So then you just, you're just going to let me have it. (laughs) So again, we're just here to win from real ADA, ADAJ3. Have you both noticed whenever son plays well, he's talked about being among the best Asian players ever. But the conversation is not usually where he ranks currently among the forwards in the world. <laughs> I th- I think we've contributed to that on many occasions. <laughs> like when Sun plays well, we're really happy to talk. Like, bro, he's the greatest Asian player of all time. No, no, no. I go for like pe- pe- people aren't like, yo, I think he might be top three in the world. No, no, like, no, no, top see, five in the world. I left the whole Asia thing like years ago. That he's already probably the most talented Asian player ever. What I always say is, we need to now talk about him of players in his position. The Asian thing, that's that's long gone. Let's not talk about the best players in his position. Bro, he has to be in the conversation. Attacking wide winger, he's going to be in the conversation. What's the hardest football take you've had that was proven right? <sighs> was proven right. Um, From Black Emoji. You see, the Rashford thing is not a hot take. It was an obvious take, so that doesn't count. Um, I've held firm that PSG will never win the UCL. Let's be real. And I've and I've said that for several years. So you could put it, and people would say that you could argue that's a hot take based on the turn that they have. And I said, no, this guy's never winning the UCL. And you can take that to the to the bank. And that fruit is is going to blossom all the way to to the football <laughs> bank, bro. So. Um, but you know, I think that's one. But yeah, if I had to on the spot, PSG never winning the UCL dis- despite all the talents and all the players that, that they have. So mine is Kepa for sure. I was there from jump, bro. <laughs> I was like, no, 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 no. You're not paying 70 million for a, a goalkeeper that I'm taller than. You can't do that <laughs> unless he's Casillas, which he's not. You can't do that. So no, 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 no. So I feel very, very vindicated. Four more to go. From Suleiman. Shout out Suleiman. Yeah, what teams have underwhelmed this season based on expectations? I feel like the first 30 minutes of this podcast or <laughs> 25 minutes will give you the answer to that. Wait, on, on that and you can, I'll also throw in Atletico. Okay. Sure. Okay. What do you guys, this is from Hamza C. Uh, what do you guys think about longevity being used amongst the main arguments for a player in a debate? Does somebody have an awesome. Does somebody having an awesome sustained peak, guys like Van Basten, Maradona, R9, etc., make a stronger argument for them, even despite having played for a shorter period? In my opinion, yes. I think longevity does something for a player, though, man. Like Messi and Ronaldo having like 
a decade plus of greatness and and zero goals and World Cup knockouts does something more for me than like Van Basten having six years or however long it was before the injury took him out and zero goals and World Cup knockouts. Um, I hear you. I hear you. No, no, no. But see, it's again, it's about it's about perspective. For some people, consistent longevity, boom, that's whole thing. My thing is moments. What do you do in a high pressure moments and in difficult games? We see Dodd, difficult situations. <laughs> how well do you pull through? Yeah, and that's my thing. So perspective. The the height of your peak does matter though. So for instance, R nine, the Inter Barcelona, like that peak, and mm. plus the what he was doing with Brazil, mm. that counts for something. Like the Barcelona season in particular. I don't. You're 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 more an R nine aficionado than me. When was his peak? Was it that Barcelona season? No, or was no, it? Or, or no, was no, it with Inter? 90s. I mean, it's. I'd say from ninety six up until he got that knee injury. So 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 you're including PSV. No. In his peak, though. no, no, no. From the moment he joined Barcelona to when he got his injury for Inter, okay. So ninety six to twenty, I think ninety eight or late ninety ninety seven. That was so. Peak. You have like three years of a peak, mm. or maybe Ronaldinho might be a good example of this as well. Like the the level he hit, I don't know many players who've been higher, mm. but he just didn't sustain that level. I don't know if you can. It's a weird like I I need to think about that question more, but you know there's 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 time here. Um, the biggest Ancelotti oh god Sudan this guy man the biggest Ancelotti hater in the world here I'm not gonna use that. Um, <laughs> he's now won each of the top five leagues and is one of three managers to win the Champions League three times, two different clubs as well. Where does he rank all time? His resume is really good except for. Bayern sagging him, and he did lose that Champions League final of 3-0 to Liverpool. That's a stain. And okay. if you look at that AC Milan team, mm. it's damn near unforgivable that he did that shit. Top ten <laughs> but top ten, it's top it's impressive, bro. It's very impressive. His resume is impressive. And for me, so, I'll say taking everything into account, but also his failures. Top ten, minimum top ten, top five, a bit, a bit, a bit tricky, but top ten for sure, top ten. We we need to do like top ten lists, like definitive top ten lists, like one one maybe a series of some kind of like mm. top ten managers, top ten this, top ten that, and then I can pinpoint where I'd put him. He feels like top eight, like top ten feels a bit disrespectful. He's he's never managed internationally, has he? Like, have Italy given him a job? I don't think so. Mm. So. Last question. If if you do indulge in sports get it, sports betting, what has been your best and worst bet? Like NBA, don't you think the broadcast should acknowledge betting and have interactive segments to former players to bet? Confused as to why Sky does not involve Sky Bet more in their broadcast segments from Soon Flying. Soon Flying, I don't bet, bro. Yeah, no, no, I, I quit years ago, so... But, okay, we can answer one part. As to the broadcast, I would not like to see betting... I don't like seeing betting advertisements on things. We had a whole podcast, I think, with Paul back in the day about this, about betting and things like that. So go go research, look up... I, I'll, I don't know what the number is. It might have been in the 160s. 
go 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 look that up and that one's a more in-depth on on sports betting but um as what's your best and worst sports bet you can answer that one hh so what's what's which time did you make the most money and what's the time you lost the most money if if you remember and i'm sure you do oh no oh, no no the, the, there's only a worst bet i don't mm. have a, a best bet that's why i quit so <laughs> And, and that was like I said that Ronaldo would be top scorer in the 06 World Cup after 02. So, oh man, you, so you put, how much money did you put down? You don't want to know. Well, basically, it wasn't because it was so little. There's no point in even saying. Basically, it was a small one, one digit, two digits, or three digits. No, one digit. <laughs> so, and I, and I was and I was remember this was when I was I was I was poor. Remember this is this is 06, so I was poor. Okay. So that was still a stinking for me when when I do have poor. one story. I do have one story. So for whatever reason, I just decided, you know what? I'm gonna make some money, bro. I'm gonna make some quick cash because I'm smart. I know sports. I put twenty dollars in this thing, one of those online casinos, and I think it was the Masters or the U.S. Open, and I put money down on some golfer. And then you can do these like little prop bets. Like if you're watching the game, it's like, will this golfer get a par? Will he get a birdie? Will he bogey the hole? So I was just like, you know, I'll put $2 that he'll get a par. Or $2 that he'll get a bogey. I don't even know the golfer's name. I think it was Adam Scott. It might have been the Masters. Whenever he won it or was close to winning it. Um, and I was like, yeah, he'll, he'll birdie it. He didn't. <laughs> And I lost my money. And I was like, you know what? Delete. And they make it really difficult to delete the accounts as well. Like you have to email them. You can't just delete it by yourself. You have to email those people. And then they respond to you of like, are you sure you want to do it? We'll do it. But are you sure? Like they make it a whole hoop to jump through because they want you to get addicted to the feeling of making money. So I was like, once I saw their game, I was just like, nah, 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 nah. I'm never losing money to sports ever again. I'll make money from sports in terms of like writing and doing things like that, but losing money, like it, it doesn't make the game feel better to me having some money down on it. Mm. Like there's some, I'm sure there's some people who cannot watch a football match unless they have something riding on it. Like, bro, I might lose my house. It gives the game again some extra juice. I'm like, bro, you don't want to be homeless on football, bro. <laughs> Responsibility is something I would urge with everybody in everything, betting, drinking, podcast listening be responsible in how you consume drink more water like your boy there we go talking tactics podcast we do this every tuesday remember to follow us on all the social medias half hope where can they get you have a footballhot.com bro i'm at daniel to look by the way you say dot com who has talking tactics.com and why is it two thousand eight hundred dollars to to buy talking tactics.com oh, wow. who are you someone has that shit show yourself who why for what <laughs> Carl was like, it's not that much money. I was like, who are you? I guess he's writing books for Marcus Rashford. That nigga got money. I do not have that much money for a website. I'm like, bro, like, I, if you wanted to make a website, I'm like, cool. But like, bro, 28? 28? 2,800, not 1,000, but still. Talking Texas podcast. Sometimes funny, sometimes serious. I'm pissed Always out. football. Peace. Peace out. Peace, peace, peace. Let the website go. Free. Free <laughs> us. Sports Social Podcast Network.